Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hey guys, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam, and sitting across from me is the culinary master, Chris. If it doesn't involve a giant rice cooker or nachos, he doesn't want to know about it. Yep, that pretty much sums me up. Um, I'm a man of simple, simple tastes. You are. It's great. <laughs> um, your shopping excursions must be amazing. I go to the same place and because the, the, I go to just this Indian store, right? And they, Do they know you by name? No, they don't know, but they, they go, oh, big party this weekend. I'm like, who buys like 20 packets of boil-in-the-bag Indian food for a party. And, and a five kilo bag of rice. Yeah, I mean, that's all I ever buy off him. Oh, and the odd um, yeah, Indian snack. It's quite yeah. cool. <laughs> Excellent. Next time you can come up with an introduction if you want, Chris. <laughs> I've been saving that one for about two weeks now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So as you can tell, Sam's moved into the house. I'm living in the dungeon. <laughs> living in the dungeon. And so and he's absolutely what... enjoying living with me and the girls. Uh, and so... everyone's calling it the dungeon, by the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's not fit for human habitation. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, well, don't want to accuse you of being human anyway, so we're all good. Okay, so how has your week been? Or uh, work, Yeah, work's been pretty busy. It's school holiday time, so that means there's an influx of stupid people driving everywhere, multitude of kids uh, everywhere. And if you're not used to it, it could be a very hard time because it's just so full on. So shot off to the week, uh, shot away for the weekend, went and saw the SpongeBob movie yesterday. So how was that? Uh, yeah, pretty average. Pretty yeah. average. Uh, if you've seen the trailer, you'll know that they come out of the water and they're like 3D generated uh, for part of the movie, but it's probably like one third or one quarter of the movie. And the rest of the movie is just normal cartoon leading up to that. And this is the second SpongeBob movie. Uh, and it just sort of was covering heaps of old ground. And yeah, seemed to be a bit forced, actually. Wasn't too good. Yeah, I have no no interest in SpongeBob at all. I have no idea who they are, what they are, and all the rest of it. But Tash, who lives with us, is a big SpongeBob fan. Is she? I'm going to have to have a conversation with her about this movie then. <laughs> Maybe she should be here podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we should podcast with one of them at some point because we've got the extra mic. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should. Um, if I don't they don't know. think it's not too uh, weird. Yeah. Like they already, I think every time they seem to come home or look, uh, they seem to be judging the little studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the um, studio is in the garage and they come in through the garage. So there's always a bit of a garage doors opening. Okay. Chris and his weird friend are sitting in there with the headphones on again. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> it's just me sitting here because this is like the only desk I have. So this is where I sit and work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the shed. Yeah. But that's cool. So uh, not not a big fan of the SpongeBob, but you like the Minions trailer. I, I Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, the Minions trailer was good. Uh, it was right. I didn't realize Sandra Bullock was the evil person and she seems to be doing a good job with that. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about that. Do you want to bring that up online or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hang on. So um, I, I was I flicked on TV or changed channels or whatever, and I caught the end of a news thing, and it said um, – it was like the end of the news where it was recapping what had happened earlier, and it said something like um, art imitation, imitating reality, Sandra Bullock stuck in a 
cupboard somewhere, you know, while man's on a rampage. And I'm like, oh, so there's a Sandra Bullock film where that happened and that happened to somebody? What's going on? And, yeah, looks like um, it <laughs> happened <laughs> to uh, to my internet. What? What's happened to my internet? No, no, no it's the laptop having a, a little spaz. Don't worry, uh, it's coming up. But basically someone broke into her house to uh, announce his undying love towards her. And, um, yeah, apparently that's not too good, so she jumped in a closet. Yeah, that's not a bad move. Not a bad move, Sandra. Um, you know, you, you, I would I would go with the closet. I think that's a good call. Um, so, yeah, um, man, so I, you know I've taught women's self-defense for years, right? You, yeah, you yeah, I know aware you do that. Yeah, yeah, I am aware of that. Yeah, so we um, we heard some pretty interesting stories from uh, the people that uh, we had through our doors. We did. We had about three hundred people come through the club uh, doing women's self defence alone just after the Theresa Cormack murder thing. Um, oh right, yeah, yeah, which so is a back in New the Zealand 19, bad thing. Eighty nine, nineteen ninety. Um, yeah, so um, and and then I've done it a lot since then as well on and off so uh yeah uh i remember one woman she comes back so we were talking about you know the importance of checking the back seat of your car before you get in the car yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. You, yeah know, you never know what's in the back of some people's yeah cars. well you know uh, i was watching view to a kill the other day and three people died from somebody being in the back of the car when they got into it but anyway um, my, my car's currently got about 600 pumpkins in the back so yeah good luck if they can hide fit in there um yeah so this woman was saying would Talking about the importance, she goes, oh, yeah, no, this happened to her or her sister, I think. Um, came back from the supermarket, jumped in the car, threw the whatever she had in the passenger seat beside her, started driving off, and she happened to glance in the mirror just in time to see somebody pull their head down in the back seat. Whoa, scary. So she went, fuck this, and she drove straight to a police station. She actually drove up on the pavement in front of the police station and just Whoa. got out. Which I assume was close. Uh, I don't know how close it was, but you know that's where she went. Jumped out, ran in, grabbed the first cop, came back. There was nobody else. Yeah, the back door was open, uh, and there was this uh, butcher's knife sitting Whoa, on the Whoa, stuff that. Yeah. Um, do so you want to play that, that clip about... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I'm just going to follow on from your backseat story. The closest I've got to that is when my ex was pregnant, and she thought it was a fun idea. When we went to the supermarket, I had to go in and get some ice cream for one of her crazy cravings. And I came back and she wasn't in the car. And we had a station wagon and she was giggling in the boot. She was in the boot and she thought it was funny. So I just left her there and drove home. <laughs> okay. But, crazy uh, ex. We, according to the CNN, you can hear Sandra Bullock's frantic 911 call. Uh, we're just going to play it now. And I have no idea if the audio is going to pick this up. Uh, I don't know if I've wired everything up properly. Bullock's desperate cry for help. It was played out in court. She made a panicked call to police last June after coming face to face with an alleged stalker in. And that's still being recorded? Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. And that's about the time that Flash and Shockwave and every other piece of shit plugin that they have on the computer decided to crash in Chrome. I hate you, Chrome. I hate most web browsers. Every web browser I have seems to be having a problem. And I refuse to think, uh, put that down to my computer. 
Um, um, I, honestly, Chrome is really, really bad for that crash stuff. I, I, I've got are. it on my desktop they upstairs. It, it happens. Uh, Chrome is what I use all the time. But um, yeah, I, I keep going back to Chrome because ninety-five percent of the time it's better than everything else out there. And I do try a whole bunch of different ones. I've even got one here on the computer right now, and it's called Waterfox. Uh, I used to use another browser called Pale Moon. I used to um, use Oprah. Oprah. Yeah, all the Oprah. Time. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, there was a frantic call, and she did sound really scared, and she was in her uh, in her wardrobe. Yeah, she's waiting for the police to come to sort this guy out. She's running laps around her wardrobe, just frantically thinking about something to do. Because <laughs> I'm just picturing her wardrobe's like as big as our studio right here now. It would have been a self-contained, like probably. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I mean, she's got a wardrobe. She's she's got a phone in there. A bar. Yeah, <laughs> She's yeah. just like, I'm just going to have a martini while you get the police around here, all right? Yeah, I'll be I'll be all right in a second. <laughs> oh, no, that's cruel. No, it's not funny. It isn't funny when people do that. But, yeah, people are nuts. There are some nut job people out there. There are some nut job people, and we have a vast selection of them in New Zealand. Now, the population of New Zealand, if you don't know, is... I want to say four point something million. I'd say we're probably around four point five. Yeah. Yeah, not many compared yeah. to other countries. I mean, there's cities with that exactly. elsewhere. So, easy, yeah. easy. So, on a percentage of the population, we've probably got more nut jobs than uh, other places. And uh, one of these stories is from a place called the Eastern Bay of Plenty, which is reasonably close to where we are. And uh, yeah, a man took a metal hook to a tradesman's groin. What? Yep, a, 60, a 66-year-old named John Doherty pleaded guilty to wounding with intent when he appeared in the district court this week. Uh, they had an incident, uh, and he found the work that he had hired the victim to do had not been done, so he went to the property, uh, he got in a heated argument, as you do, uh, he kept repeating his threat that he would rip the man's testicles out. So, as <laughs> using a 15-centimeter long hook fashioned out of a steel rod, he reached down past the victim's groin before pulling the hook sharply, causing his hook to rip through the victim's pants and scrotum. Take that, victim. Uh, he did need surgery, and um, he did say to the police that he had lost his temper. Yeah, well, you can't call Dickity a liar. He admitted to that, and he said he'd rip the guy's nuts off. So, you know, he's... <laughs> he followed through. He followed he, through. Yeah, you can just imagine that on his job CV. I follow through, attention to detail. Also, got a steel hook. <laughs> What is, what is wrong with people? I'm prepared. I'm prepared for any eventuality. Oh, my God. The only other story that I saw the other day uh, in the news, which I thought was pretty good, was um, Dinosaur Experience uh, went to Manukau and not Manukau. And I'm like, what? I still don't get what that means. Exactly. So here in New Zealand, for some reason, we're such a small country, every city seems to have the same name, or a lot of places locations have the same name like they have couldn't be bothered coming up with an original name so well no the the, the maori had a fairly limited language so there weren't that many words yeah so the, Pre- presumably so the we've got the dinosaur experience traveling around and it's sort of uh a cheap ripoff of walking with dinosaurs although the guy did say he's got the same models uh that the walking with dinosaur guys use I don't know about that. So, so it's an expensive ripoff of Dinosaur. So. Yeah, and he <laughs> he messaged the Horror of Fenua Country School last year by representatives saying, "Yeah, we're coming to Manukau. We'll come to your school. We'll come to Manukau School." And uh, all the kids got excited, and for a whole term, they did a whole thing on dinosaurs and built up to the event. And uh, 
they everyone was thrilled and it was amazing and then uh, the families and friends all started gathering at the school hall and then a call came through from the show staff to say they couldn't find the school where is it and then they realized they're in Manukau Auckland <laughs> well, where was the other Manukau Horofenua Horofenua good god that's a fair distance apart so the children were devastated and the attempts to contact Dinosaur Experience, yeah, they didn't want to talk about it. But they're currently touring the South Island at the moment, uh, and they're going to try and make it to that school. Well, they have to now, don't they? Because they're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they really do. But good on them, good on them. If you're making that mistake like that, you've got to follow through. Take a lesson from good old Doherty. Go and <laughs> go and follow those through. Kids. Follow yeah. through. <laughs> don't take your hook. Don't, don't take, take your, your hook. hook. Um, so you didn't go to Ed Sheeran last night, obviously. No, our flatmate did. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You didn't know this because I was talking to you the other day. Cause the thing oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's right. I think you mentioned I it. I mentioned actually. it. Well, the thing is everyone here works crazy hours, so it's like everyone's passing by at weird hours, and I don't think everyone's been in the house altogether. There's four of us. Actually, the four of us have never been in the house at one time yet. No, over the last week and a half. Yeah, funny. Uh, so, yeah, our flatmate went, apparently, and no, I didn't go. I yeah. did read that he thought New Zealand chocolate was crap. Really? I didn't read any more past the headline, but that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think Ed Sheeran is pretty cool. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I went to Billy Idol a couple of weeks ago. Did I told you? I told. Did we talk about that? Uh, I think we did. I can't remember to be honest. No, we didn't. Did no, we? I don't think we did. So yeah, no, I went to Billy Idol. That was pretty cool. Um, the angels were great. The sad thing about the angels, of course, is that two of them are angels now. Um, that was actually a really bad joke. Two of them are dead. Um, <laughs> I forgot to laugh, sorry. <laughs> no, it really was a bad joke. It just came to me as I opened my mouth and went, oh, I'll say that. Yeah, no. Anyway, so yeah, two of the angels are, are dead, right, deceased. And so people go, oh, well, it's not it's not the same. It's not the same angels, you know what I mean? But actually, the, 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 they've got a younger guy singing. He was really good. Like, his voice was really strong, very good there. He was very energetic, like he was doing the odd cartwheel and flipping stuff on stage, like he was oh, okay. really getting into yeah. it, um, which the older guys, you know, the, so the two guitarists were the original guys, they're in their 60s, the band's been around for 41 years, 41 years ago it got set up, so they're pretty, I would say in their 60s, I'm guessing, so you know... Um, but yeah, no, I thought that was good. They played some good songs, really got into it. Then they had Cheap Trick on. And oh, and the other thing about the Angels was that the sound mixing, the sound desk or whatever, had mixed it so well. It was like putting on headphones. You could hear the individual guitar and the drums and the voice, and it was sort of separated, if that makes sense. It, it just sounded awesome. That's pretty cool. And then uh, Cheap Trick came on, and it just sounded like a wall of sound. I don't know if that is actually their sound, because apparently maybe that is how they're supposed to sound. Oh, okay. But you couldn't differentiate the vocals from the guitar from anything else. It was just like, and uh, really, uh, it was horrible. And then um, I was really worried that Billy Idol wouldn't be as good, but Billy Billy brought it, um, you know, I am Billy Idol! He was awesome. Excellent. That was a good uh, <laughs> impression there. Thanks for that, Chris. Yeah, no, so um, but what's the worst... Uh, I've got a story about a, a concert, going to a concert, if you want to hear a story about going to a concert. Of course I want to hear a story about going to a concert. Okay. Will it be a band that I know is my question, though, because you're like freaking old. All right. So this is what we're going to do. This I'm going to talk to you about Beautiful South. So the band is called Beautiful South. Okay. 
and I'm going to play a little bit here now. To find myself, I need a little space to work it out, I need a little room. Okay, so we played a little bit of that song. You might recognize that back from the 90s. So um, I'd, I'd heard that song. Actually, that's the only song I heard from them. I knew, and I, I quite liked it. And we were coming over from, um, uh, I'd been living in London, and I was going to Ireland to help my mate's family turn the turf in the bog in County Galway. And so um, we took the ferry over, and this is a long story. But anyway, <laughs> we took the ferry over and we were sitting with a uh, Liverpudlian, a scouser, basically saying that um, he, he could drink more than us. And so John and I took him on drinking Guinness on the ferry across. It's a four-hour ride? Four hours, six hours? I can't remember. But we got like the midnight freaking boarding. So, you know, it was an overnight thing. That is the first, the one and only time I have actually really drunk someone under the table. The guy was lying there comed afterwards. I don't know how many pints of Guinness we had, but it was a fair bit. So anyway, I wanted to get some fresh air. I jump I go up onto the dock onto deck, sorry, up to the top deck. And it was I can still see this picture in my mind, right? You've got really grey seas, dark grey seas and a grey sky and it's you can't tell where the horizon is. And everything's sort of washed out because the sun's just starting to come up. You know, it's the pre-sunrise sun. And then in the stern of the boat is this woman. And she looked like like one of these elven pictures of in, in Lord of the Rings. She I'll had this she raven did. black hair that's just like blowing out in the wind. It was amazing. I was like, oh, I wish I'd brought my camera out because it's down with my gear. So that's all right. Um, I sort of filed that... Um, in my mind, etched it into my mind. I still remember that that image. We uh, got to um, we got to it was Hollyhead to Dublin. We got to Dublin. We I think I might have snoozed at the bus stop, um, and then we got up and we found somewhere to have breakfast. And that chick was there. So I grabbed John and I said, "We're going to sit with her." <laughs> and I went over and I started chatting to her and stuff. What are you doing here? She goes, oh, "I'm here for the beautiful South concert." And we had breakfast, and um, she remembered me from the dawn sort of encounter up on deck and the thing and um, I said oh I didn't know Beautiful South were playing tonight that'd be really cool um, are you going with anybody and she goes oh no I was just going to go by myself I said well, I'll come with you if you want and so John said he'd come with his girlfriend that he was going to pick up um, but John went and picked up his girlfriend and we never saw him again so Excellent. they had other things to do yeah. and I went to um, the Beautiful South concert with this chick so I, I was pretty stoked I bet you were. Oh, no. So we got our, I got my tickets. Like She hadn't bought tickets either, so we bought our tickets. And we're up on, you know, the U-shaped, horseshoe-shaped um, concert. We're up on the top, and we're on, like, really one side of the band. We're looking down almost side onto the band, right? First band was finishing up. Then Beautiful South came in, and they just started playing this crap, like... Jingly song? It wasn't, no, it wasn't jingly. It was like hard, thrashy songs. Oh, like and thrash like, metal. And I'm like, that's not how they sound. That's a bit odd. And he sort of did this riff and then he looks up and he points up like where we are. And I've got my hand around this girl by this time. It's like, of course I'm you putting are. the moves on. I'm putting shady, the moves on. Shady Chris is And the, the, the lead singer's going, yeah, having fun up there. And I 
raise my hand in the air. Yeah. And he goes, and then he throws down his guitar and goes off stage. (laughs) It's like, oh, man, what did I pay for this? Anyway, so this chick gets up and she goes, and I'm like, oh, maybe I put the moves on a little bit too strong too early or whatever. She never came back for the rest of the concert. Where'd she go? Um, I was waiting for you to say that she ended up on stage with the lead singer or something. Well, no. I We went back to the hotel because we booked the same hotel, and I went to the bar and started drinking in the bar because I was like, Ruff. Drowning in sorrows. Women. Yeah, drowning in sorrows. And she turns up and she goes, oh, look, I want to apologize. I want to explain. And I was like, mm, you don't have to explain anything to me. And she, <laughs> and she goes, no. I've I've been I I was going out with that lead singer for six months and we broke it up <laughs> recently and then when um when he saw you with me he thought you were my new boyfriend and then he threw his guitar down and went backstage so I went down to see how he was and he said he wouldn't go back on stage unless I stayed there and so I'm like okay. so what you're saying is I nearly ruined the concert for Dublin for Beautiful South just because I'm awesome. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's how I would have put it too. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's how I put it, but works for me. So yeah, that's my probably my best concert story, although I've got a few others. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, that was the most boring shit I've listened to. No, no. Is, is it a little, which one's their main track that people will know? Is it that one? Uh, a Little Time, yep. Okay, let, this is going to break the computer again because we're... No, we, we, I thought we'd edit it in. We later. will edit it in. I'm just uh, impatient. He wants to hear the song now. Okay then, uh, I have no idea what that is, don't think I'll ever listen to it again, and I don't think I'm going to put it in that little gap in between, I'll just cut that out. Hey, yeah, you know, I'm going to put a little bit of that song so people know what that song is, we're going to put a little bit of the song well, in We can just cut it out. No, no, we'll put a little bit, you're going to cut my whole story out now, aren't you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> Maybe I would. <laughs> He's like, oh, if we had enough content, I would. If we had enough content in here, that's all crap's getting cut. No, no, um, just trying to think. I haven't been to too many concerts, so I don't have too many stories. Um, I went to the Metallica concert a couple of years ago. Uh, brother-in-law wanted to go, so I went there. It's pretty cool. Um, rather loud. Uh, yeah, lots of bogans and heavy metal people. And we were pretty close to the front at one point, and the crowd just keeps surging forward. And you've got these girlfriends of dudes, and they're like, I want to be at the front, I want to be at the front. Oh, let me in. Oh. So they all come in, and they're at the front, and then they spend the whole concert crushed against a barrier. Um, I may or may not have been standing there pushing people the whole time with my whole body weight, leaning on like one person who was then leaning on the other four because <laughs> stuff them. They're the ones that wanted to be there. Oh, man. Oh, when we were at Billy Idol, Carolyn just totally lost it. It was cracking up because we're, we were in the seated area, and so down the floor, is, I didn't realize it's a different area, you know, like you have a different ticket to get down oh, the right. floor. Oh, yeah. right, you know? So did you just wander off? No, I was just sitting there. But these guys got out of the... Oh, and there was a few people dancing. Well, it was, there was the drug-addled man dancing with his shirt undone. He looked about 60, but he looked 
fitter than me. Man, he had abs and stuff. I was, I was yeah. insanely jealous. And he was dancing pretty well, actually, for a 60-year-old. Oh, he was tripping, dude. But anyway, so that was cool. And a few people would stop and take photos with him and, and other people dancing. Did you get a photo of this and, guy? No, I, I, oh, I want to I see what the drug addict old man looked like. <laughs> he, 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 he was bald with long hair. If you of know what I mean, of course he was. You know, I've got a story. Anyway, let me. I've got a story about that as well. So, um, and Carolyn's going. Oh, we should go down and get some dancing. And the, oh, we had some girls that sat next to us, and they're like, "Oh, we want to go and dance. We're going to go f- find our way out there and get down there." I was like, "What would it mean, find a way?" And she goes, "There's different tickets." I was like, "Oh, okay." And then these guys stood up, and they were between fifty and sixty years old because it's an older concert i guess yeah yeah it makes sense and they all walked down and just jumped the fence and just went and danced down there it's like and carolyn's just cracking up because she's like man those 50 year olds are awesome and they left there the girl came back there their missus or one of their missus or something came back with some drinks and didn't know where they were and just sat up in the top yeah that's it just ditch her she'll be <laughs> fine ditch her. oh yeah that was awesome and then they um came back Got some drinks, and then they tried to do it again, but the women, um, the staff, stopped them. Oh, and, and oh yeah, yeah. It was funny. But yeah, they so, were like, ah. So the bald guy with hair. Now, we knew this guy randomly. I don't even know how we knew him. Actually, I knew his girlfriend because I used to go to high school with her back in the day, and he was really weird, and he was in his – I think he had been balding since he was like 12, this guy. And I'm not even exaggerating. Yep. And so when this was all happening, he's probably in his early 20s. And he said, it, he says to us one day, because we we're talking about something, and he said, there's only two things you can do when you're going bald like me. You either shave it all off and have a bald head, or you grow it long at the back, and that detracts from the baldness on top. Yeah, and that's what this guy did. And, he had a- and apparently that's what he was doing, and it was just like, yeah, no, nah, just shave it all off. <laughs> It's a it's a riff raff hairdo. If you know Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know riff raff. And did you hear they they're doing a Fox is doing a remake of Rocky Horror for um you for, you weren't too keen on that I saw on Facebook. No uh, no no no. I mean I it's a special it's a musical special and they're going to do things, but they're trying to do it live, and so they have to cut oh, out any sexual okay. sexual innuendo. I didn't realize they were doing it live. Yeah yeah. So because it's a it's you know the Rocky Horror Picture Show is a musical. Stage, stage production. Stage production, yeah. right. And then the movie um, was is iconic and it's brilliant. But they're going to do an online, you know, a TV live production. So it's not live, it's on TV, if you know what I mean. But they've got to sanitize it. Hello, Rocky Horror Picture Show with no sexual innuendo? I don't think you have anything left. I mean, there's nothing yes. left. What are you going to do? Okay, guys, this is the script. and uh, We have the opening just, song and the closing song. Yeah, we've just, uh, <laughs> the senses have come through and we've just wiped out what you can't do. If you just like to look at page 93, uh, that's all we can shoot, really. <laughs> Pretty the re- much. The rest of it, we're going to ad lib. <laughs> yeah. See how you guys go. Yeah, it'd be like, um, oh, we're going to just play the audience and we're going to just sit there and laugh and throw rice and then laugh and then hold up our um our lighter and, and wave yeah, it. The lighter and up. that's the whole show is us being the audience to the show that you aren't getting to see because we can't show you. Excellent. <laughs> that sounds legit. Yeah, legit as. So yeah. Um This is about the point of the show where I'm gonna start plugging our other podcast. 
Oh yeah, go the on. New Zealand Filmmakers Podcast dot com. It's a Kiwi on a quest to become a better filmmaker, and the reason I'm plugging it right now is episode two is very shortly once I pull finger and actually do it is uh, very close to coming out, and looking forward to that. That's with a top entertainment lawyer. Yes, so and, so that'll be published very shortly, and you will hear about that across everything. And episode, I'm oh, sorry, the interview for episode three got recorded yesterday. Yes, and I, that's with, I met uh, with uh, writer-producer Scott Gramble um, yeah. from the Waikato, um, and he's done a number of films. And uh, yeah, it was it was great talking to Scott. I had a really good time um, we've interviewing got a, him. We've so. got a whole bunch of other people that are keen to have a talk. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's starting to take off. Um, we want to get some uh, sponsors on that, but that's going to be people that uh, or, or a company rather that that wants to reach the film industry, people within the film industry or filmmakers. So uh, yeah, and know of course, anyone that that rings a bell for, let them know about our. Uh, yeah, let us know. Though. And of course, if you want to get hold of us or check out the com, that's the website to go to. Absolutely. So check um, that out. And Chris and Sam Pod on Twitter. Yep, and the Chris and Sam Podcast on Facebook. And we've been pretty active with the Twitter recently. Twitter's been pretty good. But for I keep us. forgetting <laughs> to put to your put, initial. Put the C in there. Uh, yeah, I know. I so know. does your phone do the automatic um, show you the updates when you get a mention? Yeah. Because do you get do you sit there going, I wonder what this person's on about because I've written something? <laughs> and I get that when you do it. I'm like, why am I getting updates? I haven't done anything. Oh, Chris has written something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I will remember. I'll try to remember to put the hat Chris thing on there. Yep. So there we go. That brings us up to episode the end of episode number 28, I think it is. Yep, yep. Um, cool. All good. And have we got anything coming up? We got anything coming up that we're going Nothing to? Nothing that I can think of. Yeah. Okay, so I probably shouldn't have even opened my mouth about that. Probably not. You can edit that out. <laughs> I can, <laughs> but I might not. It's hard to say. Lazy bastard. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Yeah, until next time, take care. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.